I have heard it said that we all suffer from an attention deficit disorder. Not in the sense that we can't hold our focus, but that none of us get enough attention. And in our loneliness, we fill our lives with material substitutes for what we really want, which is just to be seen and heard and held. We are a culture that is gorging on material while starving for love and attention. The great tragedy of this situation is that the solution is sitting right in front of us, in the eyes and the arms of another person who is also waiting to be transformed, but who is simultaneously focused on the illusion of our separation instead of the reality of our interconnectedness. We say things like, I am lonely, or I am sick, when truly what we mean is, we are lonely, and we are sick. The embodiment of our loneliness is just a symptom of our cultural loneliness. It is not our many individual lonelinesses that make our culture lonely, but the other way around. Still, the void created by this loneliness is very real. So we scramble to fill our lives with activities and possessions we don't really need in order to ease the crush of the void. If we zoom out, flying high above our being, we can see that the source of the strip mining and the deforestation and the flotillas of plastic in the ocean can be found in our sense of loneliness and isolation. So much of it created to help us ease the crush of the void. But we cannot buy our way out of loneliness, which is so incredibly frustrating because this is what we have been taught for so long. We offer one another so-called gifts, material things that substitute for what we really want. They are symbols of our desire for attention. We've been trained to conflate giving material items with giving love. Intuitively, we know this isn't really the gift we want. A true gift does not live in the realm of money. But we are so starved for attention and love, we grasp at these so-called gifts, these symbols of what we really want, but aren't actually offered. While we cannot purchase away loneliness, we can sit with someone and give them us, that thing they cannot buy, the gift of our attention, of our presence, of our time, of our being. No void can be felt when someone is present to our being, this is the only gift that really matters. Often our own sense of scarcity tells us we don't have enough to give this type of gift. It feels too costly. But when we are truly present to everything that has been given to us so freely, we burst with abundance for others. When we see the sun that comes and warms the earth and grows the food that we eat, when we witness our birth, the one we didn't ask for but happened anyway, when we awaken to the love and attention we've been shown, the clothing and food we were given, when we see where we were held accountable and given opportunities, we experience only gratitude. We live nested within a world of gifts, so many in fact that it is preposterous to do any sort of accounting as if we could even out the score and be freed from our sense of indebtedness to creation, when we finally experience everything that brought us to this moment, 
we can feel only gratitude. And yet, amidst all of this abundance, a despair wormed its way into our guiding myth. The world hurts and there is a seemingly endemic sense of hopelessness that pervades our sense of self. There are too many wars. There is too much exploitation. The environmental degradation is too far along. The vested money interests are too powerful to really make a change. And so many throw their hands up in resignation. But there is a new story that is being created. And you have heard the new story singing out to you. You are part of the new story. And our new story does not look away as a solution to the suffering and degradation. The new story looks right into it because no optimism can be authentic if it does not incorporate real despair. The new story tells us that we don't recover alone, that we step into the despair together and we step out together, holding one another through the whole process. The new story is about spiritual interdependence. This is not a self-help struggle of improving myself in the eyes of others, or in the eyes of my inner critic, or in the eyes of God. When I give myself, if only for an hour, to sit and bless the person I am present to, the whole day overflows with abundance. The plunder and pillage of the earth does not resolve our need for attention and love. It is evidence of this need not being met. But there is an incredible abundance of wealth accessible to each of us. What we really want is already available to us in the eyes and the arms of another person who is also waiting to be transformed. The gift is the fundamental state of the cosmos. Carl Sagan once famously said, if you wish to make an apple pie from scratch, you must first invent the universe. But the universe has already been invented and given to us freely. It is up to us to make the apple pie and keep the gift going. We won't do it alone. We will do it together. And in doing so, we will all be transformed as being. Thank you for listening to this meditation. You can find a written version of it on my website. I would love to continue the conversation and hear any response or reaction. I would especially like to hear any stories you have about experiencing the gratitude that comes from encountering all that we have been given, or perhaps the gifts of attention you either offer or have received. Please visit ianwhitemar.com and leave a comment on the meditations page or send me an email at ian at ianwhitemar.com. And I hope you'll join me again next week.